Welcome to It's Time For You, a journey through losing all things that don't bring value to our life so that we can gain the life we want and deserve. Good morning and welcome back to It's Time For You podcast. Um, Thank you for joining me today. It is Monday. I've spent my day getting my house all nice and fresh and clean for the week and um, sitting down to enjoy a quiet cup of coffee now while all the children are at school and um, it's been a long, a long year. This is my first episode back after taking the year off. Um, I had a lot of work to do this last year in 2022. Um, I really thought when I was podcasting a year ago, I thought my work, I'd really achieved where I wanted to be interpersonally. Um, and as the year went on, I or barely got started, I found I still had a lot of work to do, even though I was feeling great and had made some really good progress and um, other things came up. Um, a lot more deeper emotional struggles um, were brought up to the surface, um, to the light. And I spent this last year working really, really hard on myself to um, overcome those things and to let them be a part of my story, but not defining who I am. Um, and having done that, I'm not completely through it. There's still some acceptance that I have to do. Um, and they're hard. These were really, really hard things that were um, a tough reality for me to accept. Um, and to accept that they had been reality for many, many years. Um, and I just didn't want, I didn't want to accept them. I didn't want that reality to be reality. Um, And this year, or this last year, I spent a lot of time accepting those realities. And so I will get, I have a lot to talk about this year um, and what that looked like. And some of those things will be really hard for me to talk about um, because I never imagined myself to be in a position that, that I am in. But ultimately it is for the better. I am feeling like a lighter person. Um, I'm able to move on and really start living the life that I want to live. And I'm grateful for it. And I'm feeling wonderful about it. And there will be some hard things that come up in the future. Um, But I feel like I have prepared myself and equipped myself with tools to navigate them, reminding myself to hold my shoulders up, hold the confidence to know that my feelings are not wrong. Um, how I perceive others is my reality, um, and learning to take responsibility where responsibility lies on me, but knowing that I don't shoulder a hundred percent of it. And so this first episode of this year is going to dive right into self-respect, my journey with finding my own self-respect, um, I never thought that I lacked self-respect and that can mean a lot of different things to a lot of people um, or a lot of different people can perceive that differently. And for me, self-respect was, I guess I never really thought about it in the past. And this last year, deciding what what I deserve and finding the self-respect when it comes to that, what I deserve when it comes to relationships and where I choose to give my time and my efforts. Um, I, as I said in a previous episode, my kids started a new school um, a couple of years ago. It really has been wonderful. This last year, um, the end of 2022 school year, I had started volunteering in the 
um, school and substitute teaching, and it was really wonderful. And it, the school was in a tough place and was in a regrowth period. And so I decided I will step it up and I will help regrow. Like we, I think as general and society, pulling people out of their COVID mentality of staying in your own corner, nobody does anything with others. You really had to drag people out. And when you have a small private school, it is, um, that community is, is a lot. That community means a lot, like to be able to feel connected, that your children feel connected. And so I was very passionate about helping our school um, create community again that it had been missing because of COVID. And, and it's really hard. It was hard. It's hard for me. And it's hard for a lot of people to step back out of those COVID tendencies of just, you know, staying within your own immediate family and your very, very close friends and not really having that larger community and, and our children needed it. So I stepped up and decided I was going to take this big role at the school, a volunteer role, but where I would be really invested and a big part of the school and, and rebuilding community and planning events for families and students and upped my volunteer game and Life was just great. I loved every minute of it. Um, it was it was stressful, and it took a commitment from my whole family. My children had to sacrifice part of their summer being at school um, because we were there, just helping organize and having meetings and um, figuring out what we were going to do this next year to build that community within. It took sacrifice from my husband to deal with me being in meetings and taking the kids and picking the kids up and, you know, just helping out in those other ways. And as the school year got started, um, a lot of extra events that took extra time, we didn't just get to participate or we didn't get to participate as a family because I was running the event and I had to hold, I held this different role there. Um, it was wonderful. We loved it. My husband and children, I mean, obviously my children benefited from all of those things and my husband was so supportive to, um, be there to help me in any way that he could. And then to just enjoy those events with our children when I wasn't able to participate in the actual event, but it's been wonderful. And through this time, there started to become some issues. Um, I was feeling just a lack of respect when I would go there. Um, there was someone associated, a paid staff member of the school who just seemed to I wasn't really feeling like there was a level of respect, whether it was for me personally or for what I was doing for the school. Um, that tension grew and you could feel it. And everyone, if you were in the same room as her and I, there was no doubt you could feel that tension and it didn't feel good to me. Um, so I thought, I'm going to step out of this role. Um, it, it's not healthy anymore. And my husband said, no, you're not a quitter. You're not going to quit. You're going to work through this. And he talked me into saying, okay, you're right. We can work through this. So we tried another month and a half or so went by and we'd had a meeting to try to clear the air and kind of get through this tense period and figure out what the source of the tension was, because I was unclear what I had done to cause this person a distaste or dislike for me. So she brought something up, which I didn't feel was an honest answer um, because I don't know, we'd had really good conversation and collaboration um, after this particular event that she said I was, I was not nice to her in. Um, 
And so, but regardless, if that was upsetting to her, I wholeheartedly apologize. That was my part. And if that's how she felt, then it's not what I wanted her to feel. And so I will take that responsibility and apologize wholeheartedly. There was no reciprocation of sincere apology. No, not even apology at all, sincere or not. Um, there was no accountability on that other person's part. And so my new thing was every, it made me realize that every relationship is successful relationship is a two-way street. One person cannot shoulder the entire relationship if it's going to be successful. And that is a theme for a lot of things that came out for me in 2022. And this just happened to be one right in my face that I had to put the tools I had learned and all the work I had put in last year it was time to put my money where my mouth was. Um, am I going to allow this person to kind of make me shoulder a hundred percent of the success of this relationship? Am I going to have to shoulder a hundred percent of the tension of the struggle with this relationship? I'm not going to, that's unfair. Um, I had other people standing behind me, other people who were saying, it, it's not you, you're not you're not treating this person that way. That's not justified for the tension that's coming. And so that ultimately led me to decide I needed to go ahead and step down from the position I was holding and the role that I was taking at the school. And this was incredibly difficult for me. I had um, tears. It was very emotional for me when I let them know that I was stepping down and not going to participate in this manner anymore. Um, because my heart was there. I really loved what I did. I loved connecting with um, other families and the students. And on that elementary side, I know almost every child's name in the elementary school. Um, it was wonderful. I really, really loved what I did. And I had parents, other parents come to me and ask me to please stay, not to step down. Um, they were willing to step up and help try to figure this out. Oh, sorry. Um, they were willing to step up and help try to figure this out so that everything was good and I could continue doing everything I had done. And um, they were just so worried about what might happen if I backed down. And it was hard. I mean, there were there were several parents and my with my history, I was have always been a people pleaser. I will do anything I can to make everything okay. I have carried 100% of the responsibility of the relationship in my past, um, where I, you could blame everything on me, <laughs> you or you could do me wrong, and I would apologize for that, um, because I just wanted everything to be okay. I don't like conflict, and I just, it was really important to me that everything was was just okay. And so I would carry that burden on myself and the work I did this last year taught me that it's very unhealthy for me. And so I was really hard for me with these parents coming to me and saying, please don't, please don't leave. You're doing such wonderful things. And, and I finally, as hard as it was, I just had to, to say no. Um, I didn't deserve to be treated this way when I'm donating so much of my time to this school, to this organization, um, all out of the kindness of my heart. I am not a paid employee. Um, I am doing this because I care about 
the success and, and I truly enjoy what I'm doing. And I just don't deserve to take that step back in my personal growth to allow that lack of respect for me and for what I'm doing. Um, it was terrible. And I remember one night after I had made it, oh, I had made it a parent to um, all of the staff above me and to the person who worked very closely with me. And I was about to go ahead and put it out there as public knowledge. Now I am publicly stepping out of this position. And my husband turned to me and he said, I'm really proud of you for sticking to your to your guns, sticking to what you deserve. And when he said that to me, it just hit very differently. Like, you're right. I, I am proud of myself um, for not giving in when these parents that I love dearly and I love their children dearly and um, are begging me to stay because they love what I do and they're afraid it won't happen if I'm not there. I, in all of my years past, I would have given in and said, okay, I will, I will keep doing it. I, I want you guys to be happy. And then I do ultimately love what I'm doing, but it, I couldn't do that anymore. I don't deserve that level of disrespect. I, it is important for me now to know that when I'm giving my heart and soul, that I, the appreciation and the respect is reciprocated to me, whether that's in a one-on-one -on -one relationship or in an organization relationship like this, where I'm working for an organization, if you don't respect and value what I bring to the table and you don't hold others accountable for showing respect, you don't have to like me. That's okay. We don't like everybody we meet in life. Um, but as adults that are, should all be here for the common good, the same goal, we should be able to work together professionally and respect what everybody brings to the table and what everyone's efforts are doing to help this organization. And when that can't happen, I have to remove myself. Um, it's unhealthy for me to, to do that and to stay in a relationship like that, that can't reciprocate it. And it has been really, really tough. I have a lot of guilt um, in many ways for stepping out but I got to tell you, I find myself every time I still volunteer um, and I still substitute teach, but I find myself walking in with this sense of relief, this little bit lighter shoulders to know I'm here and the things I'm doing here are directly benefiting our teachers and students. And I know from them, there is a great amount of appreciation and respect for the things that I'm doing here now, just simply volunteering in the classrooms and substitute teaching. And that I can feel 100% good about, um, that I, I don't have to engage and participate in anything beyond that um, with people who don't have that any sort of respect for me. And it has been a huge weight. It just, I, it's hard for me to put into words how how liberating it's been to not have all of that burden on me anymore. And I can um, give a polite smile and hello to those people and know that that's as far as my interaction has to go. And I'm learning to be okay with that and know that ultimately I am better for that. And ultimately it's better for the organization that there's not that tension in there. If anybody else were to encounter 
us in the same room and feel that that's not healthy and for the organization itself. So here we are. Um, it's just when you find that level of self-respect for yourself to know what you deserve and you don't deserve, it's tough to let some things go. And there are a lot more really, really tough emotional things that I have let go this year or this last year that will come out that I will talk about in future podcasts um, that have been 10 times harder than this one. So getting this one where I really had to hold myself accountable to make sure that I'm demanding a level of respect for myself um, and I'm not going to allow anyone to guilt me in or talk me into backsliding that. I don't deserve that. Um, it's, it's important because as I have encounters in the near future, I'm sure, um, with all these other situations in my life where I've had to really focus on my self-respect and not stand for anything less than that, it's this one here is going to be a huge confidence builder for me to know that when those other ones that are going to be much more emotionally difficult come, I will be able to handle them and I will be able to handle them with grace and with no guilt because I, I have nothing to be guilty of. Standing up for myself and demanding respect is nothing to be guilty of. I will always do my very best to act in a kind and respectful manner um, to those around me. And I can set a boundary and do that at the same time. It's not an easy to navigate for me, um, for sure. It's a skill that I have to keep working on to always be kind and respectful and graceful in my interactions with people, even when I have a very firm boundary with where that's able to lead. Um, and that's, that's where I am with this first podcast is self-respect. It's probably my biggest takeaway that I had in 2022 in this absence of podcasting that I've had. And it's been absolutely the, just absolutely wonderful. All that I've learned from gaining self-respect for myself. My, I just walk through life with a different attitude now, um, a different personality. I feel so much better. I feel like my interactions with people and have just changed. I don't have to be afraid that someone is going, that I'm going to have to give more because I've learned the tools and I know that I'm, I'm not going to, I will be respected. Um, for the things that I do and, and I will respect myself enough to be able to stand up and say no when it doesn't feel like the respect is reciprocated, um, to stand up for myself and say, I deserve this. And that's okay. If that means we have to part ways because it can't be reciprocated. Um, everything is a give and take, but the one constant in every relationship should be mutual respect. Um, there should never be a time when you are not receiving the respect that you give, regardless of what the situation is, or regardless where you are in that give and take in the relationship. Um, relationships are very rarely a 50-50. Um, they're always going to be offset somehow. Someone's always giving more than the other person um, in every relationship. And that's just part of life. But it should go back and forth. That should offset when it's a 70-30, it should switch and be a 30-70 at some point um, because we all have highs and lows. But the one thing that should always remain constant is respect for yourself and respect for others. 
Um, and that's that's my takeaway today. And that's where I'm starting off this year is making sure you find your your confidence to stand up and have self-respect, know what you're worth and know that other people need to see that worth and they need to be respectful of you. And just as you are respectful of them, you don't deserve anything less. Have the self-respect to know when it's okay to say no, when it doesn't serve you, then you have to know you have to walk away. It's just, there's nothing more beneficial to yourself and your stress levels than to say, I don't deserve this. I deserve more. And then going for it. Go get the more. You're worth it. You deserve it. And it's time for you to make you a priority. Thank you for listening. Um, I will catch you guys up on the next one. Thank you for joining me for It's Time For You podcast. I hope my journey brings inspiration to you to navigate your journey and lose all the things that don't serve you and gain the life that you deserve. Thank you.